It's time for class. It's time for class. Hey, everybody. We are starting off this week fantastically talking about the subjects, two subjects in one, which we rarely do, right? Um, it is so good to be here. We're doing two subjects. We're doing abruptio placenta and placenta previa. Whose idea was this? Okay. <laughs> um, if you have your quick facts for NCLEX book, it's coming out of that book. Where's my book at? It's around here somewhere. Ah, both of these subjects can be found in your quick facts book, but we're going to try to do our very best today. Okay. We're going to try to do our very best to get through this content. Y'all know how I do content over questions. So let's dive into it. Um, I actually have a baby. Can you guys see my baby here? All right. Um, I've had placenta previa during my two pregnancies. Ah, page 71. Okay. So you're like my mom. My mom actually had placenta previa with me. And so she had to have a C-section with me. So placenta previa, baby. Woo -woo. Healthy. All right. So let's just do um, placenta previa today. Okay, everybody. Uh, Tay says, I got my first job this morning. Is it pediatrics, by the way? All right, I have nurses from all over the planet right now studying placenta previa. So uh, let's do some artwork here and let's get into content. So placenta previa, we have here a pretty developed baby because we're going to see placenta previa during what, what trimesters, okay? And let me just draw here. What were you guys saying? When do we typically see placenta previa? Placenta previa. All right. And what we're doing right now is we're just focusing on our anatomy. We are getting the content down right now. We were the third trimester. Okay. Hi there. All right. So if the baby is in, uh, let me see how I'm going to do this. Bam. Service closed. So the baby is in typically this thing right here. Okay, this is our baby. So around the baby, the baby is in the uterus. Okay, this is my depiction of the uterus. Now, so what we're talking about actually here is the placenta. This is the placenta. So where do we typically see the placenta? Is it over here? Is it here? Is it up here? Is it to the side? If you were to be asked this question in your nursing school, you know, maternity exam, where would I draw the placenta? Okay. In a normal, healthy, normal, healthy pregnancy, right? Normal, healthy pregnancy. So Stacy says, usually I'm going to be drawing it up here. Okay. That's where the placenta is. However, we have this condition here placenta previa. What does previa mean? Look how much we can learn just from, just from the name of the thing. Okay. Placenta. We know what the placenta is. Previa means first. Okay. So that means that the placenta is going to be down here where it is not supposed to be. Okay. It's not supposed to be here. This is where the placenta is. So no, this is not good for our baby, okay? Now the baby is still able to grow and be healthy and all these things develop. But the thing about the placenta, okay, if we talk about what the placenta is, is the placenta made to take 
the weight of a baby on it. Because remember, the placenta is supposed to be up here. So you got the weight of a baby on this organ, okay? Because the, the, the placenta is an organ, right? What system does the placenta, what organ does it belong to? Is it a cardiac organ? Is it a respiratory organ? What type of organ is the placenta? Ah, anybody ask you that? That this is a, it's an endocrine organ. The placenta is an endocrine organ. Very good. I love the comments on the screen. The placenta is an endocrine order, uh, organ. Why is it an endocrine organ? It's a very unique organ that only comes up during pregnancy, right? It only comes up during pregnancy. Women only get this during pregnancy. It's an or it's an endocrine organ because it secretes hormones. Mm-hmm. It secretes hormones. It's going to secrete progesterone and estrogen. Yes. Okay. I love that. You're learning something new. This is why we come to Monday Motivation. This is it right here. It's an endocrine organ because it contains hormones. Very good. So the baby is in this uterus, which is a, a muscle. And so the uterus is able to stretch and accommodate the weight of the baby. No problem. The uterus can do it. It's a muscle. The placenta mm -mm, is not meant to hold the weight of the baby. So the placenta, if you think about it, if you've seen one before, it looks like, uh, it kind of looks like the liver almost to me. All right. Um, the placenta is very vascular, meaning there's a lot of vessels in the placenta. OK, it's constantly uh, what is it doing? It's bringing oxygen to the baby. It's bringing nutrients to the baby. It is filtering for the baby. And so when you put the weight of when you put the weight of a baby. All right. And this baby kind of has a big head. Right. You put the weight of the baby on the placenta here. It's going to start to do what? it's going to start to bleed, okay? It's going to start to bleed because it's not meant to hold the weight of a baby. And so with placenta previa, our, 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 our pregnant mother is going to come in and she's going to have bleeding and it's going to be a bright red bleeding, right? Why is it bright red? Why is it bright red? We're talking about placenta previa versus abruptio placenta, okay? And let me ask you this. Will the woman come in with pain? Is she going to be, ah, oh, I'm in so much pain. The abdominal pain is killing me. This baby is hurting. Or is she going to be like, I'm just, I'm just bleeding all of a sudden. I don't know why I'm bleeding. Yes, it's going to be bright red because it's going to be new blood. It's going to be fresh blood, fresh blood, okay? And when you know when new blood comes out, it is bright red. This is a bad sign, right? And she's not going to have any pain, any pain. Okay, so now you guys understand what's happening. What else do I want to say about this? Uh, that's it, okay? So now we are able to have a discussion about placenta previa for the NCLEX because you guys understand now what's going on. But we decided to double up now. <laughs> and so now we're gonna look at abruptio placenta. 
Ah, so we need a new baby because abruptio placenta. All right. All right. How about this? Abruptio placenta. Still, this baby is pretty developed, pretty well developed. So we're expecting to see abruptio placenta. Okay. Let me do the, this is the birth canal. Okay. And we have our baby in the muscle, the uterus. Okay. He's growing in the uterus nicely. This is also a third trimester, abruptio placenta. Okay. It's a third trimester issue for our mother. So the placenta, where am I drawing the placenta? Am I drawing the placenta in the top, uh, in the bottom or in the top? Okay. Ah, where is the placenta going here? Oh man, you guys are on it today. So our placenta is going where it normally should go. Yeah, so the placenta is going where it normally should go. So we have the placenta here. So, I mean, you know, when you look at it objectively, you have a normal placenta positioning for the baby. So it is supplying the baby with what it needs. All right. So the baby's able to grow to a certain extent. However, with abruptio placenta, what happens? The placenta, I like that, the placenta becomes detached. Yeah, so the placenta becomes detached from the mother and that affects the baby because no no longer is the baby going to be getting, the placenta becomes detached here. I'm coloring it for a reason. Um, the baby is going to be getting less pure oxygen, less pure nutrients, okay? And so because of the separation and it is normally due to some trauma, right? The bleeding that's gonna occur here is gonna be due to some trauma. Um, so maybe the mother falls, this is domestic violence. If you're taking an NCLEX and a pregnant mother um, is in a domestic violence situation, she presents with bleeding, it may be abruptio placenta for the baby, okay? And this is why in general, we tell mothers when, when you're pregnant, hey, don't lift up you know, don't lift up heavy things. Put that toddler down. Um, you know, don't be out all over, right? Okay, so yeah, we're, so we're gonna talk about it. This is a medical emergency. So this here is definitely ER. <laughs> this is ER patient, abruptio placenta. Because what happens is, okay, what happens is the placenta becomes detached, all right? The placenta becomes detached and there's going to be bleeding, but it's not going to be a bright red bleeding. I colored this in for a reason. Why won't the bleeding be bright red in abruptio placenta? Why do you guys think it won't be as bright red here? Mm. Okay. And it is. Okay. It is because, remember with uh, placenta previa, this blood was fresh. It was right at the bottom. It was coming right out, okay? Fresh blood. Ah, good job, Mary. This blood here, by the time it comes out, uh, if it trickles or whatever, it's not new blood. It's old blood, okay? And so it's, it's gonna get mixed with oxygen. 
And so when it comes out, it's going to be a dark red. It's going to be a dark red blood. Okay. Um, it's going to be old. It's going to be old blood. Some women, they feel the pain, but then the bleeding comes later. All right. And again, because it's coming from the top, it has a longer way to go. Uh, well, okay. Good job. So we understand, we understand that principle. It's a dark red blood. Also with abruptio placenta, there is emergencies because when this, uh, when this detachment happens and the bleeding, the bleeding occurs, what does the body produce to stop the bleeding at the site? Okay. Because remember here with placenta previa, the bleeding was just coming from the placenta. It was just coming from the placenta. So what are we missing? Ah, good job there. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> There's no need for platelets. There's no need for platelets here because the bleeding is localized to the placenta. Here, the bleeding is not coming from the placenta. The bleeding is coming from the detachment, okay? And so the, the body is trying to bring clots, clots to stop this bleeding. We want to bring clots. This is my example of clots, okay? To stop this bleeding, lots of blood clots. Now, are the blood clots going to be helping? Typically, when platelets come to an area, if you cut your finger, the body sends platelets there. The blood clots will stop that bleeding. But is that going to be possible here? It's not going to be possible. No, it's not going to be possible um, because you still have a baby that is hanging on to a detached placenta. So no matter how many clots are here, there's no, there's no stopping of the blood. So then the body says, oh no, like we can't ever shut off the blood clots because it's not helping us stay alive. So this is where you get the condition. This is how this condition happens, DIC, okay? And so now you just have mass blood clots everywhere, everywhere, because the body is, has been overstimulated and hyperdrive. So you have blood clots all throughout this patient's body because of this one issue. And the body doesn't know what to do to stop it, okay? This is how you have DIC with abruptio placenta, okay? And is abruptio placenta a, uh, a deadly condition? Yes, because it can lead to DIC. And if your patient has major blood clots all over, they can definitely travel into the lungs, right? Right. Um, and so abruptio placenta is the worst, all right? So we're understanding... We're understanding this content based off of doing a review. What is DIC? That's a good question. If you don't know DIC, what are you going to do? You're going to look it up. You're going to look it up because that is something you absolutely should know. Okay. All right. Let's move on now. We didn't, we did it. We did it. Yes. Okay. So we know that this baby has to come out and hopefully the baby is big enough and well enough. And we're going to get some, uh, corticosteroids to get this baby going with the breathing and the lung maturity, surfactant. We're going to give it everything because you're gas to go. All right. The mom is not going to do well if the baby continues to be attached to the detached placenta. Look at stuff, right? So placenta previa, this is a great question. 
let me let me let me just go into the okay let me just go into my presentation now because we have we've gotten into it yes we've gotten into it i love it so abruptio placenta versus placenta previa what an excellent review we had so an overview of the placenta remember the placenta we talked about it it is an organ that grows inside of the uterus during pregnancy okay um it functions to give the unborn child we talk about nutrition oxygen as well as it removes waste and so the umbilical cord is what links the placenta to the baby so in addition the placenta we also said it is an endocrine organ specifically because it creates what two hormones estrogen progesterone and so these are two hormones that are necessary for pregnancy all right and so as we are just doing this con oh man you know what mark if you are here please bring me my headphones i need them i don't see them and i don't know where they are but i need them all right so yes i if you saw my TikTok, i said we were going to talk about this so remember when you talk about the when you talk about the the uterus, the uterus is a muscle. So the uterus is made to stretch and it is made to accommodate the growth of a baby. But the placenta is more rigid. As you guys can see, it is more vascular. It is not made to take the weight of the baby. It has a specific function. It's like, I'm here to create hormones and I'm also here to um, filter out waste and give you oxygen. All right, all right, so listen. I love doing I love doing my reviews and I love having you here. I got over 500 nursing students on here studying, but I have somebody even better on here. I have a remar nurse and so I got to bust in. I got to bust her in, okay? I got to bust her in and I want her to pull over and I want her to be safe. We're talking about safety for NCLEX. <laughs> We're talking about safety for NCLEX. So, here she is. Everybody say hi. Everybody say hi to nurse. Here she is. Hi. Hey, Regina. How are you? I am wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Where are you going? I just left the hospital. My mom's in the hospital, so I was headed back home. Okay. I want you to be safe, but I didn't I know you were I just pulled over. I did just pull over. Pull over. <laughs> okay, good. So I have nurses in there. They're congratulating you, but we don't know what we're congratulating you for exactly. So please go ahead and tell me what's happening. Well, I have to say I am so grateful for your program. I am a repeat test taker. I've been out of school for 15 years, and I graduated in 2008. I've taken the NCLEX. I passed on my ninth time. So I am just grateful for your program. Oh, my goodness, please. Um, uh, RN or PN? Tell me which one. I am an RN. I have a BSN from... North Carolina A&T State University. So I am an RN. Oh my goodness. Tell me what, um, how did you feel taking the next gen NCLEX? What would you say about it? Well, here's what happened. I was trying to, I this is actually my third time taking it this year because I tried to hurry up and take the test before it switched over, but I wasn't quite ready. I was just trying to take it before mm -hmm. it switched over because I didn't know what the new test was going to be like. And I didn't pass. I got a little discouraged, but I didn't give up. 
because that's what's happened over the years. I took it and then I got discouraged and I gave it up for a while and then life happened and I never got back into it. But this time I was determined I was going to pass and I really got into after I took it in March before it switched over in April. I got into your program and I really got into the steady guide because I had ordered your program years ago when you were doing the DVD and Mm -hmm. And I was just like I said, life happened, and I didn't, I wasn't able to pass and uh, like focus. But this time I focused, I went through my quick facts, and each time I went through my quick facts, if you had a YouTube video that went along with the topic on quick facts, it was like I went and I looked through that video and listened to the questions so that I make sure I got an understanding. So it was like I was using them hand in hand. I was going through your YouTubes, I was going through my quick facts. I had already went through the whole program. I took my test in June, and I took the CAT test, and it said I passed, but I did not pass the exam when I took it in June. And Tell me what's the difference. To, what do you think it I was? I came to realize I was second-guessing myself, and mm. it was like I would pick the right answer, but then it was like I would look at it again, and I, the other answer just seemed like it was a little bit more along the lines and so I would change my answer so this time when I went in I was determined when I sat down on at the exam the first thing I wrote on my paper was I can I will I must pass this in class that was the first thing I wrote on my paper when I sat down and I promise you every time I thought about changing the answer I looked over at that piece of paper and it kind of kept me focused and I promise you (laughs) it paid off and when yeah. I, I had had so many fails, it was like I was not try, I, I really didn't want to look at the quick results because I was like, oh, my gosh, because I really came out of it feeling like I was defeated because I was like, it just seemed like because the test ran the whole 150 questions. Oh. And I was like, OK, I, I went through all the questions that I couldn't go through. I was thinking that I didn't pass. But when I checked those results on that Friday, because I took it on Wednesday, when I checked the results on Friday and it said I passed, it was like the biggest weight had been lifted over me. And I was just thankful. I was like, it was only through God this time because I turned it all over. I studied and I did all I could and I turned the rest over to God. And I, But mm-hmm. I am truly thankful for your program because I can promise you I would not have made it through without your program. Amazing. How long did you study for the time that you were successful? Like how many weeks did you study or what what was your studying like? I did the whole, I did, I think I did six weeks before the June test. But whenever I took the test in June, it was like you made a video right after I took that test in June and said you have to, when you fail the test, you have to go through like the grieving process. That was something I had never done. It was a, one of the little, it was either TikTok or something you did, because I promise you I'm su- subscribed to all your platforms. So when something comes up, I always see it. So it was something you said and you was like, you have to go through the processes. And once you go through those processes, you got to make the decision. Are you really going to, are you going to go forth and take this exam again? Or are you going to do something else? And so literally I took the time this time and I really processed failing the exam. I didn't go back into studying after June. What I did was I went into QBank because I had already went through the full six-week study course Mm 
mm-hmm. before June, and I took all of the next gen questions because I said I need that critical thinking aspect. So I didn't. I, every time I went in to take a test, I went in and I did all of the next gen questions. So and what you did you, it, was that's how you rehabilitate second guessing yourself. You just you you repeat the process of just going with your first mind. You had to get that. You had the content, but you had to lose that thing before you got in. Oh, yes. so good. So good. Oh, I am thankful. 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 So what's the next step for you? I am in the process. I literally just had hand surgery. So <laughs> on got Tuesday. A lot going on. Yes. So I, mm-hmm. I, they told me it'll be four weeks before my hand is back right. So in that process, I'm just looking for jobs right now. Awesome. Amazing. I am so <laughs> glad you took time out. Um, of your busy day and we will be praying for your mom um, thank for her you. recovery but thank you so much for just coming on and telling everybody that after <laughs> nine attempts you made it um, and yes. you didn't give up and so now you have the next level congratulations yes. thank you so, and I thank so you much for, I thank you for you and Mark and your motivation that really got me through as well because people don't realize even like you coming on and then the times that Mark has come on to like pray with us, that right there, that motivation sets you all apart from any other testing, testing program. Thank you. Thank you so much. That means the world to us. And it just lets us know that, you know, even, even if one day you were encouraged, you know, out of however many days that you didn't feel like you wanted to do it, but maybe just like that one day got you to the next day. And then I got you to the next day. And now you're here. Now you're here with your yeah. license. So congratulations. Thank you so much. Oh, man. That's so good. All right. We're going to let you go. And we just all wish right. all the blessings. Don't be a stranger. Okay. Don't all be right. a stranger. I won't. I, look, I still click in because I'm learning. I'm learning. You can't ever know enough. So exactly. it's like each time you come on, it's like I, I'm, I pick up something different. So no, I'm not going to be a stranger. Good. Okay. We will <laughs> see you later. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> Oh, man, what a testimony. What a testimony. But you know what, guys? You know what, guys? It just gets better here because guess what? I got another (laughs) Remar nurse. Hi. 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 (sighs) Tell us. Okay. You put a comment on the live today. Um, Just tell us the story. Tell us. So last year... um around october i supposed to finish school and apply for my uh, license i didn't pass my uh last class i take it five times i didn't pass so i have to repeat the capstone i repeat it in december i take the exam and i didn't pass again mm. i'm like oh my god that's a sixth time already and I will take it and I pass. I cry. So in January, they give me to go to take my English and I take it. I didn't pass. I got 150 questions. I said, what I'm doing wrong is not working. And everybody tell me, do the ultra um, review, new one, and I buy all, both of them. I buy both of them. And I study, I study, and 
and Asha told me I'm going to pass. I said, okay, I'm confident I'm going to pass. And I go in my birthday, June 9th, in my birthday. Uh, when I finish, I feel heavy. And mm. when I feel heavy, I said, oh my God, I don't know if I pass or not. But my friend, uh, she um, used your program and she, um, she called me the same day. She said, I passed my English. I said, congratulations. Oh, I'm so happy for you. I'm waiting for my answer for tomorrow. And she said, okay. So tomorrow come in at eight o'clock in Florida. You can check in the Florida website to know if you pass or not. And I got no bad news. I didn't pass. I cried. Mm -hmm. And my friend, she's in your uh, video, one of your videos. Her name is Tarilia. And she said, was me that I will buy you the program so you can do it. I said, okay, that's fine. Oh. She brought, she sent me the money and brought me the program. And I start working in the videos. I put out everything you said, and I start working in the video and do all my videos. By August, I finished my video and I assigned myself to uh, do my inkling. But the following week, last week, uh, in Florida, they have a uh, hurricane. I couldn't uh, do my inkling, so I have to reschedule my inkling for last week on Wednesday. And I have 85 questions. 85 questions. And I have to win because I didn't want to take it in Florida again. I went to North Carolina and take it. And I have to wait uh, until Friday to know if I pass or not. But when I finished taking that exam, I didn't feel heavy. I feel relieved. Yeah. I didn't feel like, uh, oh, I'm not passing. When Friday come in, I pass. I pass. Oh, my gosh. I am a nurse. And let me tell you something. That is phenomenal. And you see how the enemy tried to do certain things, brought in a hurricane. You said, forget that. I'm going to take it in another state. I'm getting up out of here because I got an NCLEX to take. And uh, you did not become discouraged. No. You did not, you did not let anything get in your way. And let me tell you something. Thank God for good friends. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, when, you could have had a friend. When you have a good friend, even though your time is not there yet, celebrate with them because you never know when your time is coming. Both of us going to celebrate together. Yes. Be happy for that person. Be happy yes. for that person. Yes, that is what we, that is, you just said, you just said the most important thing. Like you just said the most important thing. And I hope people caught your full testimony. And I hope people understand that they are looking at somebody who has an unspeakable joy. Like I can feel your joy. I can feel <laughs> your happiness. And I, you know, I don't get to talk to every one of my students. I don't. Um, but when I do get a chance to meet a Remar nurse, 
it just makes my day. And so I'm just so grateful. What's next? What's next? What are you about to do now? What are you about so, to do now? Uh, today, after I finish talking to you, I'm going to print out my application so I can transfer it to Florida. And so I can't because my job is waiting for me. I have a job waiting for me. I just need my license in Florida to start working. And oh my goodness! I'm so happy I can do it for my daughter and my son. Uh, I am a, a cancer. Oh, I have a oral cancer twice in my mouth, and I didn't give up for that. So I'm telling my 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 son and my daughter that. And everything is possible if you put your mind on. It doesn't matter what kind of disease you have, what kind of model you you have in, in Go life. Go girl. You, yes, you Come can. Come on. Yes, you can. <laughs> you Come can on. <laughs> yes. yes, yes. I Y'all, God is so good. Yes. God is so good. You looking at a mother. You looking at a cancer survivor, yeah. you looking at a repeat test taker. What excuses do no, we have? Yeah. Nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible with God. And yeah. I am so, 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 so grateful to see your face today, to just see yeah. your face. And I thank Mark for every... Mark, you better get up here. Every single time he come in in, uh, in life and pray. And the first time I come in in life and I saw Mark praying, I said, what kind of program is that? <laughs> not in America to found a program and not only encourage you to do something better for your life, but giving you a prayer time to uh, understand like, it's okay if you fail, but you cannot start all over. Thank you, Mark, for all your prayers in the mm -hmm. program. Wow. Amazing. Yeah, thank you. Amazing. Thank Congratulations. You so thank you. <laughs> Congratulations. And, you know, I'm so glad um, that you responded to the email and answered the email. Um, I saw your testimony. And whenever I see, you know, a, a testimony, I'm encouraged. Oh, and I send out the invitation to say, hey, come and tell your story. Talk to Professor Regina. Um, and we're just really honored just to meet you, share this time with you, share this moment of celebration. Um, and really, I mean, you've, you're encouraging so many Remar nurses right now. Right now. I've been looking through the comments and, and, uh, and there's one in particular said, hey, I've been out of school for a long time and this is just so motivating, it's so encouraging. So your testimony, you're sharing your story today um, is going to help another thousand nurses pass NCLEX, get their license, because they were in a situation where they, you know, they may have failed their exit exams. They may, you know, have taken the NCLEX and, and failed before a repeat test taker. You know, the stories are, are similar because the struggle is real. And so yeah. we're so glad and grateful that you are here and just sharing your story uh, with us. And um, it's important not only to talk about faith, um, but it's also a blessing to see faith in action on the other side. And so yeah. that's what we're really uh, experiencing today. And so I just want to say thank you so much. Thank um, you. And well, thank you. even when I'm not on camera or, you know, uh, talking about faith, we're still, you know, in the background praying for you, mm -hmm. um, you know, nightly and yeah. with our children. And we're praying for all of you guys. So God bless you. Now, you know, you didn't brought out Mark. Oh, my goodness. You know, that's a testimony when you didn't brought out Mark. <laughs> oh, man. Thank you so, so much for thank coming you. on thank here. 
Thank wow. you for having me. What a great study session uh, so far. Listen, y'all. I'm I'm going to I'm going to meet with you after class. Okay, you'll hear from me. Um, right. I have something I want to give you, but just God is good. God is good. Yeah. And can you tell them? Can you just say you know what to say? You know what to say. Just let them hear it, just so they can know. I can't actually. Uh, that day when I was taking the exam, mm -hmm. I went to my uh, local radio. I was listening to my local radio, and there's a music said yes. He can. Mm -hmm. And the lyric, I'm like, I listen to that music all the time. Why the lyric is affecting me right now in the moment before I take the exam? Mm -hmm. And I'm I say, yes, God, you can. Yeah. I can, I will, and I pass in click. Yeah! <laughs> Congratulations. God bless Thank you. you. Bye. Y'all know how how am I supposed to carry on when things like that happen? When you just have the move of God just come and take over your classroom. Oh man. Y'all, this is so good. Y'all feel I'm like, I'm like shaking. Literally, two powerful testimonies back to back. Back. Lord, I, I'm undone. Oh my goodness. Kate, hi, Professor Regina. Took my NCLEX on the 6th and found out I passed on Friday. I did my V2 in two weeks and got 85 questions. I went, I did, and passed. Congratulations, Kate. Congratulations. This is the celebration day. This is a celebratory day. I mean, who's just happy to be alive right now? Like literally this is a Monday. We have Monday motivations, but then sometimes we have Monday motivations across the nation. And that's what today is like, just what a beautiful Monday. We've never seen this Monday before. It's such a gift. And I am speechless at the testimonials that we have on this, on this platform. I'm literally speechless. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to get back into it, you guys. Um, I just want to just mark like I just I don't know. Y'all know how I get when when I feel God's presence, you know, and when he has his messengers come in and 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 give us, you know, the encouragement for the next moment. Some of us are hanging on literally moment by moment and we're so discouraged and we don't feel like we can climb out of the, you know, the pit that we're in and then you see a face you see a face that is encouraging you and says i had cancer i had oral cancer twice i'm a nurse now you know that that literally cancels whatever excuses most of us are dealing with Whatever lack of motivation, you know, we showed up with, we woke up with, whatever feelings of failure we woke up with. We had people that took the exact test nine times, okay? Five times, six times. Who's next? Who's next to pass it? I don't want to, I don't care about what you did in the past. I don't care how many times you failed in the past. I don't care how many times you got knocked down in the past. Are you ready to get up and try it again? Are you ready? to get up and try it again. Mark, I don't know. I can't, um, 
I can't do I can't do it. Like I can't do it. I just can't. Um because some some things are bigger. <laughs> some things are bigger than than me. And so I feel like we just need prayer. I don't know. I just feel like there, there's, you know, we just need prayer. And people need to be released from um, anxiety, released from past failures. And they just need to be in a celebratory mind, a positive mind frame. I love y'all. You know, I, I do. I love y'all because y'all take y'all take it there. And I'm sorry if this is your first time joining. I'm sorry if you showed up and you expected me to just, you know, run off some PowerPoint slides. But we, we just don't get down like that here. And so we make room for the Holy Spirit. We make room for the Holy Spirit here in um, in our classrooms, in our home. And that's just what's happening right now. And this is what it looks like when you're live. You know, this is what it looks like. It just looks like you pause and you acknowledge what great things God has done. And he brought to us two Remar nurses who, mm -hmm. um, you know, and we're, 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 you know, we're, we're still in prayer and we're still. Yeah, let's pray. Let's pray. Let's... Who needs prayer? Who needs prayer? Who needs prayer? <sighs> Naja. Let me show Naja's testimony. Mm -hmm. Naja says, I passed next gen NCLEX PN. Mm -hmm. You know, I love my PNs on my third attempt in 10 years. Wow. In 10 years. Thank you, Professor Regina, and your Remar program. I praise God. Thank Mark for his prayers, devotionals, and motivation. Man. God is good. Yes. Miracles after miracle after miracle. Wow. You know how some communities have the gift of miracles. <laughs> I feel like that's what I feel like. Dude, I feel like we have that. I feel like we have miracles, man. Yeah, we serve a, a, a miracle working God. We do. Yeah, yeah. We do. And really, um, somebody, you know, like watching this, it might have it might have been a miracle that they made it through last week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, just to just to be here in a positive place where it can, you know, work on themselves. I get that. No, um, I get give that. Give God the praise. Yeah, I like, get that. That they just made it through, like, because they didn't have to be here. Like, you didn't have to be here right now. Um, but the fact that you are, um, in spite of what happened, lets me know that God still loves you. Um, and that God is still uh, showing, giving grace and, and mercy over our lives. And so I, I just celebrate for that, you know, Man. like, like don't even wait and for the celebration of passing NCLEX and like, we're here for it for sure. Um, but there's so many other blessings that you're experiencing right now um, that God is doing grace. in your life. Yeah. Grace. grace. Talk about it. Right. Grace. Like there's so many things that God is doing right now that you have a right to celebrate. You have permission to celebrate you know, regardless of what the circumstances look like, there's something that God is doing that you can celebrate. And if you can celebrate that, then you can also celebrate the next thing that's coming. Yeah, because that might right? be the test. Like, can you praise him in all circumstances? Can you persist with your praise? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, or is it conditional? Like, oh, is it conditional? Yeah. Oh, it's no, yeah. no. Yeah. Like, I, I don't feel like it today, so I won't put the work in. Or I don't feel like it today, so I, I'm going to be in a bad mood. Like, 
Is it conditional? Can you condition yourself, train yourself to persevere, mm -hmm. to work towards your goals, to mm -hmm. believe that you can? And I think all that it really takes is um, is is that hope, right? Mm -hmm. And so when you come and you do the the lessons, the teaching, sometimes I'm thinking like, okay, placenta previa, like, all right, you're talking about something, but unless they actually have the full system, you know, it might not get them where they need to go. Mm -hmm. But what I realize is that the lessons are just letting them know, letting you guys know that you can understand the information, that you can uh, obtain that knowledge, yeah. that content to get what you need to get and to pass your NCLEX. Definitely. And so the what I'm, what I'm saying is the things that God is doing in your life is just a, a, a message and a sign that you can go to the next level mm -hmm. because he's keeping you right here. He's, he's, uh, he's sustaining you where he's you holding are. You he's together. holding you together. Yes. Right? Yes. And if you can recognize that and celebrate that, you can go to the next level. Yes. Because there's hope. So with that, guys, let's pray. Let's pray. Let's give it to God. Mm. All right. Um, hmm. Father in heaven, we thank you so much thank you, for uh, just the disruption for the normal broadcast, Lord. We thank you for the disruption for today. Um, we don't want to just go about our day uh, with our own plans in, in mind because your plans are so much greater um, that you have for us. You know the plans, Lord, that you have for us, um, plans to prosper, Lord, uh, plans to give us good health and to give us increase, Lord, even in uh, situations that we don't think that are in our favor. We know that you are working all things together, Lord, for our good, uh, for those who love you, Lord, and are called according to your purpose. And Lord, we believe that we are here today for a purpose. Uh, we are here, Lord, to encourage one another. We are here to encourage the Remar nurses, Lord, uh, we are here to encourage Professor Regina um, that uh, that as long as we move forward according to your will and according to your grace, yes, that you will make the provision. Yes, Lord. Uh, Lord, there's nothing that you have called the Remar nurses to that you have not already made a way. Yes. And so, Lord, I ask that you would give us the faith to walk in the calling that you have placed upon our hearts, that you would also, Lord, as they uh, as they walk towards that calling that they would recognize that it is you that is calling them. And mm -hmm. so Lord, as they walk to the calling, Lord, they are really walking towards your voice. They are really walking towards you, Lord. They are walking in the steps that you have, uh, that you have ordained for them to take. And so as that they uh, are not weary in well-doing, that they do not uh, get tired of the struggle of passing NCLEX, they do not get tired of the struggle of providing for their family, that they do not get tired in the struggle, but realize that you are carrying them all along because you mm. love them, Lord, and you care my, for my, them. My. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I ask that you would uh, forgive us of our sins, Lord, that you would give us a, a righteousness of our hearts and our minds and so that we can have a renewed spirit uh, for the journey, Lord. We don't want to ask for, um, for, for, for carnal things, Lord, and, and avoid the spiritual. We want to have a walk with you, Lord, one that um, gets us closer and closer uh, to your kingdom and so where we will be with you lord from uh from now until evermore and we ask these blessings that you would uh cast out fear anxiety doubt uh, none yes, of these right things now, have right place now. lord right in now, your kingdom uh, so we are speaking this in jesus name we pray amen amen amen, amen. 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 thank you mark yes thank you so thank much you. thank you for doing what you do man you know what i thought you know that i just do the class i would just do it later, postpone it. But as you were praying, God said, 
finish the assignment. So we're going to go. We have been prayed for. We have no excuses. And we're going to we're going to get through this (laughs) as expeditiously as possible. We did the review in the beginning where we looked at the babies. We know the position of the placenta. We know the function of the placenta. And so now we need to get into our nursing responsibilities. What is the core of our care for a patient with placenta previa? So let's go again. The placenta is an organ that grows inside of the uterus, okay? So the uterus is a muscle. The placenta is an organ. It functions to give the unborn child nutrition and oxygen, okay, as well as the removal of waste. And so the um, umbilical cord is what is linking that baby to the placenta, So it's getting all of that nutrition intervention through the umbilical cord, which is attached to the placenta. At the same time, the placenta is keeping the pregnancy going by uh, excreting estrogen and progesterone. These are the two hormones that are necessary during pregnancy, during pregnancy. So when we talk about abruptio placenta versus placenta previa, the abruptio placenta is the complication that we looked at, okay, where we have the placenta separating from the uterus before delivery. And so this is very key because, you know, oh, wrong picture, stand by. Okay, do we expect the placenta to separate from the uterus? Yes, we do. We want it to separate from the from the uterus. You know, this is what's called the the fourth uh, the fourth stage of labor, right? When the baby comes out, come on out, placenta, come on out, let's come out. But when it separates before the delivery, then that's not that's not good. So that's one of the defining characteristics. Uh, I like that. Maybe it says, yes, we wanted to do it, but after delivery. So abruptio placenta, it happens before. And so this, we talked about how it is a life-threatening condition that necessitates medical intervention, okay? Placenta previa, this is a condition in which we have the placenta either totally or partially blocking the cervix, Okay, so it may lead to bleeding throughout pregnancy as well as during the um, during the delivery. And so this was our baby. This was our baby for placenta previa. The weight of the baby is pushing on the placenta, which is either going to be blocking the entire cervix or sometimes it could be like partially blocking the cervix. But anyways, it's the pressure of the baby against the placenta that's causing the bright red blood. Okay. All right. So the types, there are different types of abruptio placenta and placenta previa. Now I'm just giving this for background knowledge here. And the terms usually are going to be very characteristic of what's happening. So partial placental abruption, the placenta does not entirely separate from the uterine wall, but partially. Okay complete or total placental abruption. And this just makes sense. That placenta is entirely separated from the uterine wall. And so vaginal bleeding is heavier. If you have a revealed placental abruption, that means that the bleeding is going to reveal that there's a condition here. So you have blood traveling down 
from the placental separation, you have it traveling down into the cervix. And so that moderate bleeding is going to reveal that there is placental abruption. Concealed placenta abruption, well, there's a concealing there. The, the, the mother is maybe not aware of what's going on. And so the blood is going to accumulate between the placenta and the uterine wall. So it will stay there. And then, so that's going to lead to minimal or no vaginal bleeding. When we talk about placenta previa, there's different types of that too. And the terms in front of them tell you what type of placenta previa or placenta first conditions you have. So marginal placenta previa, that placenta is located just at the edge of the cervix. So touching only the cervix, but not covering it. Make sense? Partial placenta previa, the cervix is partially covering. Okay. Or the cervix is partially covered by the placenta. And then a complete or entire placenta previa, like the one that I drew, all right, it is where that placenta totally covers and blocks the cervix and the vagina. So the baby can't get out. So causes and risk factors, why do these things happen? Placenta previa and abruptio placenta, they have unclear specific causes. So we just need to know the risk factors that complicate a pregnancy and can lead to each one of these things. So abruptio placenta, while we were discussing it, so many comments said this is caused by trauma or an injury to the stomach, okay? And so this is why we don't want pregnant women fighting. We don't want them, you know, in domestic violence situations because this is a trauma-based condition. Previous placental abruption, if you have several pregnancies, if you have twins or triplets, the pressure can uh, cause a, a disruption. High blood pressure, gestational diabetes, preeclampsia, smoking or illegal drugs. When you smoke, it changes the vessels. A short umbilical cord. If a woman is in advanced maternal age, over 35. Fibroids. Blood clotting disorders such as thrombophilia, premature membrane rupture, or if you have a lot of amniotic fluid loss, that can put tension on the placenta, which will cause the disruption or separation. So those are the causes for abruptio placenta. Placenta previa, multiparity. So a mother who has had multiple children a history of placenta previa, prior C-section delivery, uterine scarring from a previous surgery or procedure, women who have gone, um, underwent infertility treatments or assistive reproductive technology. If a woman is pregnant with twins or if she is a smoker or cocaine user or in, uh, in advanced maternal age, these things can cause placenta previa. And so we did a great review of the clinical presentation. So I hope with me reading it, it's just a great refresher. For abruptio placenta, what was that bleeding going to look like? Well, we talked about that. We talked about the bleeding. You'll have bleeding in both. But with abruptio placenta, you're going to have a dark colored vaginal bleeding. With placenta previa, you're going to have bright red blood, okay? 
Abruptio placenta, this is the painful bleeding. Placenta previa, okay, not painful, usually painless. All right, we're going to see painful uterine contractions with abruptio placenta, okay? But not so much with placenta previa, okay? The uterine contractions are not as common. They're both gonna be about third trimester happenings. So abruptio placenta, think about after 20 weeks, placenta previa after 20 weeks, yeah, okay? And then the rest of these are gonna be kind of the same. They're both gonna have paler, they're both going to be cool and clammy. They're both going to have a decreased blood pressure and weakness because bleeding will do that to a person. Okay, so those first four points with NCLEX, they're always going to ask, when is it? When does it start? Is there pain? What color is the blood like? Okay, and that will help you distinguish between is this abruptio placenta or placenta previa? And so for our treatments, Oh, I'm sorry, for our abdominal assessment for abruptio placenta, you're going to have a tender stiffness in the uterus. It's going to be a, uh, a it's going to be a board like abdomen. That's what we call it. OK, um, the abdominal assessment in abruptio placenta as well is going to be an inaudible fetal heart tones. OK. And then the fetal parts of the baby are going to be, the fetal parts of the baby are going to be difficult to palpate. Whereas with placenta previa, a soft, relaxed uterus, non-tender abdomen, okay? The baby may be in a breech position and the heart rate is going to be, um, it's gonna be hard to palpate. How are we gonna know what our patient has? Well, we're gonna do a physical examination. If the doctor suspects placental abruption, a physical exam will be performed and we're gonna look for uterine discomfort or rigidity. Other tests that we might do are gonna be a blood and urine test, ultrasound and diagnostic procedures to help determine what is causing the vaginal bleeding. And so the vaginal ultrasound would be an example of that. And this is where typically you would have a wand-like instrument, the transducer, and they would actually put it in the vaginal canal and it will assess the baby's position. It will give you the heart rate, the placenta, and the cervix. Okay, a vaginal ultrasound will do that. A abdominal ultrasound is gonna go on top of the stomach and you know you put the conducive gel on there and it will show you the baby's position as well as the placenta and the cervix. Those are the diagnostic tests. Treatment, oh my goodness. So let's look at abruptio placenta and I'm just gonna read this to you. So essentially, if the baby is not full term, if it is not near full term, we are going to closely monitor this patient, all right? Because we do want the baby to grow. We do want the baby to be healthy, but we, we know that if the baby is not able to have a boost in their lung maturity, um, you know, they won't survive if we cannot give them the adequate time to just grow structurally. So if the baby is not full term, we want to 
keep the baby and keep the mom as stable as possible. All right. Uh, but again, at the end of the day, if the mom is having DIC, if the mom is unstable, then you would definitely have to remove the baby. OK, if the baby is um, close to full term and the abruption is mild and the fetal heart rate is stable. All right. A vaginal birth may be recommended under supervision. All right. But otherwise, you guys know it's going to be delivered by a cesarean section. I think most doctors would prefer a cesarean section. I'm not a medical doctor, though. So I'm just giving you guys the um, the research. Placenta previa. If the placenta is close or if it covers only a portion of the cervix and there's no bleeding, the healthcare provider may uh, just call for bed rest, okay? Bed rest at home, reducing physical activity such as jogging, lifting, and exercising, no douching, no tampons, no sexual activity for the mom with placenta previa. This is very important in the teaching. And then increase ultrasounds and prenatal visits. Now, if the placenta previa is moderate or severe and bleeding is occurring, okay, bed rest, keep the baby in as, um, you know, as much as possible, and then steroid injections, for the mom, all right? Steroid injections, you might need a blood transfusion. I know some of you guys said, I have placenta previa or I've experienced it. You guys know that you're just as, you know, the mother with placenta previa can be very unstable. If you talk about having to give somebody blood, having to give them IV fluids to keep their blood pressure up, that is not something you would typically um, expect to do during a labor and delivery process. Okay, um, so emergency C-section. I told you guys my mom had it. She had to have all of that stuff done to her, all of that stuff. All right, so uh, maternal complications as well as fetal complications for abruptio placenta, we are gonna have an issue with bleeding. So we would expect there to be postpartum hemorrhage, shock when you lose a lot of blood, okay? kidney and or organ failure, blood clotting issues, and then a possible hysterectomy. Because once that placenta tears from the uterus, sometimes you cannot, you know, you cannot save the uterus where it will normally heal and go back to its original state. So you have to do a hysterectomy, which is removing, removing the uterus. Yeah. Okay. Uh, fetal issues for abruptio placenta. Fetal distress. Why? Because if the placenta is not attached to the uterus, then that baby's not going to get the nutrition, the oxygenation that it needs. And so the baby can, you know, get worse into a demise or if it has to be delivered, it could be a preterm infant. Okay. Now, placenta previa, what are we going to expect? Depending on how extensive or severe placenta previa is, we will have bleeding, which could turn into hypovolemic shock, anemia, placenta accretia, which is essentially placenta accretia is the, the deterioration of the placenta. All right. And so it's not going to be able to function. And then acute renal failure, even with this condition. Okay. Somebody says, I had a hysterectomy after 11 years of having placenta previa. Mm-hmm. When the baby comes in, fetal malpresentation, 
premature delivery, a low birth weight, and then also respiratory complications. All right, it's time to do our NCLEX questions, guys. Get ready to utilize all of this good content that we reviewed. We're gonna do four questions and see if you can unlock the bonus question. I have the first question for you here. First question is this, comments on the screen. The nurse discusses possible complications in a pregnancy class for expectant mothers. Which of the following best describes, a, it should be abruptio placenta. Number one, premature separation of the placenta from the uterus. Two, the cervix blocks, the placenta blocks the cervix. Three, a fertilized egg grows outside the uterus. Or four, convulsion occurs during pregnancy due to hypertension. Okay, the comments are on the screen. Got almost 700 people watching. Wow, right now from all over. Man, this is amazing. Got 550 people. All right, so <laughs> the correct answer is going to be a easy number one. Abruptio placenta occurs when the placenta separates from the uterus before delivery. Placenta previa is where the, um, the placenta blocks the cervix. Eclampsia is convulsions in a pregnant woman. And then ectopic pregnancy is when that egg occurs outside of the uterus. So we are trying to get to our YouTube share goals. We have 557 people watching. We only have 170 likes. We got to get to 275 to unlock the bonus question. So if you're watching on Facebook, smash that like button. And here's question number two. The nurse monitors a client at 38 weeks gestation with painful, severe vaginal bleeding. The ultrasound shows complete separation of the placenta. Which of the following treatments should the nurse anticipate? Number one, complete bed rest without bathroom privilege. Two, administer cortical steroids for the baby's lung function. Three, deliver the baby through emergency cesarean section. Or four, vaginal delivery under closed monitoring if is possible. What do we say? Remember, this is a test about safety. I need y'all to come through and be a safe nurse on today. Correct answer is going to be, hey, we only need 30 more. No, we need 50 more likes. Y'all got, y'all almost have it. Okay. Three, deliver the baby through an emergency cesarean section. Pow. All right. Abruptio placenta. We got to control that bleeding because we don't want it to go into DIC and deliver the fetus as safely as possible. That is going to be the recommendation. Let's go, Remar nurses. We made it. Get that baby out. I love it. Okay. Number three. The nurse reveals a client's medical record with marginal placenta previa. Based on the ultrasound result, what findings can be observed? Okay, Number one, the placenta partially covers the cervix. Two, the placenta is positioned at the edge of the cervix, touching without covering the cervix. 
Okay. Uh, three, the vagina is blocked and the placenta entirely covers the cervix. Or four, the placenta does not entirely separate from the uterine wall. Okay. What will we say here? I got a couple twos. I got a couple threes. All right. Mm. Correct answer. Pow, two. It is the placenta is positioned at the edge of the cervix, touching uh, without covering the cervix. Did you guys get that definition right? Let's move on. We got it. You guys are rolling with this topic. You must like, I must have a lot of newborn maternity nurses in here today. Question number four says this, the nurse performs an abdominal assessment of a pregnant client with abruptio placenta. Which of the following can be observed during the assessment? Select three that apply. Select three that apply. Okay, what are we doing? Number one, stable uterine contractions. Two, bored like abdomen. Three, inaudible fetal heart. Four, fetal parts are palpable. Or five, dark vaginal bleeding. Oh, you got to select three that apply here. You got to select three that apply. I see a lot of two threes and fives. Is two threes and fives correct? Ah, very good, very good. Correct answer. I don't know if you were ready for this. Are you guys ready for this? Two, five, and three. Correct answer is two, three, and five. You did it. You did it. You did it. Okay, bored like abdomen, inaudible, fetal heart, dark red vaginal bleeding. You guys know the content of this. Obviously, abdominal examination is included in the client's assessment. No doubt, no doubt, you have to have that. And so the findings are going to be abdominal tenderness, frequent and intense uterine contractions. We'll have that in abruptio placenta. And then also we're gonna have the dark red vaginal bleeding. We talked about that blood coming from a long way inaudible fetal heart rate and the fetal parts are difficult to palpate difficult to palpate all right great job everyone now listen we did not make our share goal by the time this question happened rats okay we gotta work on it when it's time to do the share goals y'all have to come out fast straight out the gate um, but that's all right. We also had our Monday motivation already. There's no need for me to do a Monday motivation. If you missed the, the middle segment of this class today, man, you got to go back and watch that thing. All right. Plus the prayer too. It was served up wonderfully. So um, if you missed the content review, we did discuss in the beginning about placenta previa. Okay, previa means first. So we have our placenta first condition and what that entails. All right. And then we did abruptio placenta today, which was the emergency condition for, um, for our patient. So this was an amazing content study today. I am so glad you attended Monday Motivation. We get down like this every noon Eastern Standard Time. So I will be going live again officially I will be going live again on what day on Wednesdays okay Wednesdays and so that is our winning Wednesday 
And I am not sure what the topic will be, honestly. I don't even know. I'm going to just, it's going to be good though. So set your alarms Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we will be back with it. Were you safe nurses today? I hope that you were. That's what this is all about, making you guys safe nurses who are competent. And we heard it earlier. We heard it earlier, but literally, you can, you will, you must pass NCLEX. You got to write it down. You have to believe it. Our REMAR nurses are saying it. I want you guys to be REMAR ready. And a part of that is simply believing that with God, all things is possible. Thank you guys for watching. See you later.